0: Hi, this is Tim Sanders, founder of the Omnia Radiation Balancer. Pretty soon there will be 5G masks going up all around us and we want to make sure that you're giving yourself the best protection on the market. Our solution is unique. We use a new source of energy from the fifth dimension to balance radiation fields on any device, making it safe to use. Our results show that this structures water, it balances the blood and it keeps your body super strong. And yes, it works on 5G. The energy in the patch never runs out, so count up all the radiating devices in your life, stick one on each, and you're done. Click on the link below and you'll soon be bringing balance and strength back to your body. Thank you.
1: Hey guys, what's up? Uh, you're listening to Journey to Truth Podcast. I don't feel like I need to say that anymore. <laughs> um I, we <laughs> say it every time we have uh Misa Johnson back on by popular demand. So we interviewed her there for the Portal to Ascension conference. And uh I need to turn my phone down. And we um so many it was so short. We we were on a time crunch, and uh you got to do your your PowerPoint. And then we got to the end of it. We didn't get to any questions, but uh, almost every comment in the video was like, you need to have her back on. You need to have her back on. We need more. Uh, So uh, that's what we're doing right now. And if you guys don't know Misha, she's, I guess what you call a second, you call yourself a second generational experiencer, your hypnotherapist, uh, your author of covert abduction, and you have two amazing uh, Oracle decks, ET experiencer, Oracle decks, which I have one here the first one anyway
2: oh. um oh. oh you have the first one oh okay <laughs> yeah the
1: first one yeah uh so yeah welcome back we're um we're excited to get into this and see what we're going to get into tonight Is uh we have questions from the first interview that we never even got to so um yeah how's Thank it going what's new
2: Well, thank you. Um, Well, my groups, you know, I facilitate support groups for people on the uh, Zoom internet, right here on Zoom. Uh, I do three a week. And I do everything from ET experiences to Star Seed people just waking up. I do MyLab and MK Ultra. I do Secret Space Programs, Super Soldier groups. I do a, we just I just finished with an SRA and trafficking and Monarch group. Uh, I have a Target Individual group, a Reptilian experiencer group. A galactic light language and a hybrid group. I think that names them all. So I have these groups that I have uh, three times a week. Uh, they're three-hour groups, and so there's always something going on. I'm working with people. You know, I specialize in trauma release, hypnosis therapy, and working with people in galactic finding their galactic planets of origin and things. So that's about new. That's about what's new here. It's always always active
1: that's a lot to keep up with
2: <laughs> yes no. and a radio show and a radio show yes, <laughs> yes.
1: where can uh where, where can people find that radio show
2: it is on com, and um uh, i my show is every saturday from 12 to 2 pacific standard time and i bring on guests a lot of guests about everything from all of the ET experiences to MK Ultra and my lab secret space program and uh, target individual all of that. So I try to, we could pass some guests back and forth if you want to.
1: Yeah. um, I'd love to share some of my experience. I'd love to share just some of my experiences with you sometime.
2: Great. Yeah. I'd love that. Yeah. Come to the group and, you know, probably be on the show radio show too.
1: Yeah, we'll definitely talk. Um, so last time you did your PowerPoint, you went in, I, I guess it was like a briefing of your life story and all the ET races and your involvement in the uh, MK Ultra, you were kind of born into an MK Ultra family, right? Uh, that was kind of based on the trauma based mind control. And you were explaining how that was. And I know that you experienced some missing time. There's two periods of missing time in your life. Mm-hmm. Um I mean, I don't really remember exactly what you covered, but it was fascinating. So I, I don't know if you want to just briefly, I mean, this started when you were, what, age three, right? Yes. Age three, yeah. So you can you can briefly touch on that. If there's anything relevant or anything new that you would rather get into, let's do that, you know, because people can go back and watch the other one.
2: Okay, well, <clears throat> well just to give them a little... Uh synopsis of my 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 life uh it started when i was three years old my my mind control programming uh, and my father was my handler he was the one who did the mind control trauma-based mind control uh, and torture and in fact briefly i'll just say that he said uh, there was other times that that things went on but this one particular time he says um you have he was causing me a lot of sexual torture. And he said, you have to be able to withstand this pain because greater pain you will endure in your life. So you need to learn how to go away, is what he said. And go away to me, of course, and now I found out, of course, go away means to split your psyche so that your alters will allow the alters to come through. Uh, and that's what they do in a mind control program is they uh, split your psyche so that you start splitting off into alters uh, that are born when they start programming you. So they uh, split you off. Then they take with psychotronic, uh, um, I, excuse me, not psychotronic, with uh, electric shock and other desensitization, other um uh, isolation, um, just plain right torture, water tortures, everything like that. All of those things are to solidify the altar now. And so they make altars and every time they make an altar, they, that altar has a program that that altar does. So I have one pro- altar that is the one who was in the beta program and the beta is the sex slave or honey pots, or um, the pedophile, and all of these different things. In fact, at nine years old, I was put into what they call service for that. Um, so, once they um, have decided that they've, they've got an altar, now they program that altar to do whatever they want. So, in that case, Darlene, which, who was born at three years, uh, at uh, yeah, three years old, she was. I mean I was born at three, but the the altar was born um I'm I, excuse me. She was born three years old oh when I was three years old. Okay. Oh. <laughs> so I, I don't care if people know my age. She was born in nineteen fifty-two. I was born in 49. So in nineteen fifty-two she came into existence as that first altar. And that altar was to go be to, to to all that. Then there was another altar. Um that altar was more of a delta or Omega altar, uh, an altar to um, handle uh, to go through uh, the 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 tortures. Okay, I'm in a little hard time with this. All right, to it was the altar that did the killing. Mm-hmm. Okay, and it started as a child, and the first memory I have is of a, about of five, six year old, and I'm standing over a baby with a knife. So they force you to do these things like that in the altars. Okay, so those are flashes that you have. So um, I don't know to what degree and um, that happened. That, then I have a male altar, and then I have a child altar. So <clears throat> Those are the things they do. They have to do that in order to split you so that they can mind control you. And that's the whole p- purpose for that. Um, my father was also mind controlled from a very young age and tortured as well. Um, he always thought of his memories of of being tortured by his father. But indeed, um, his brother also was tortured and his brother became a um, a cult leader in the it? I don't want to get the wrong date but I think it was like the uh, 50s or 60s or something like that he was a cult leader in California so they they all have so that was his program was to be the cult leader and uh, so my father's program was to be the magician and he was in the Rosicrucians which was a black Black Magician, then alchemy, alchemy, that they work with. Um, Rosicrucians is a spin, is actually Mason's is a spinoff from Rosicrucians. Mm-hmm. So that was part of his programming and his altars were programmed. I saw many altars from my father growing up and just thought that he was crazy. I just thought it was schizo. Um, and so did the, 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 the siblings. So, you know, that just kind of gives you an understanding. Now, at the same time that was happening, I was having ET experiences, and they were positive experiences. In fact, they were the only thing that kept me sane, as far as I'm concerned. And um, so that went on throughout my life as well. So, I mean, just to give people a little idea of what I was talking about.
1: So these experiences were they were tangible or were they like a dream state astral experience or were you did you have physical memory of being on a craft with um et's i mean i covered a lot of that before but
2: physical experiences um my first experience was with these little fuzzy guys that were same size as me i was three I saw them under. I heard them for several nights, uh, like they made these little squeaky noises. And so I investigated it one night at three years old and found them underneath the staircase. And they uh, looked like little fuzzy guys in robes. And when I grew up and went to Star Wars and saw the Ewoks. That's the closest thing I can say that they look like is the Ewoks. So um, they were with me not that long, maybe a couple of years, I remember. And I remember them teaching me uh, um, different kinds of abilities. I remember flying over the uh telekinesis as well and I remember flying over my tops roofs of my house at three years old and I I guess was on the way up to the ship but I do not remember the ship so I can't tell you for sure um if I did go to a ship with that case and then I had a willowy one that was with me my whole life all the way through my hybrid programs that I was a part of and then within that time I had a, a hybrid uh and a kind of a hybrid reptilian type. I mean, it was a more like a gray being, but it had uh, very coarse alligator skin. And then I also had an inter- interaction with another reptilian group. And now all of these ETs were very positive experiences. I, I to this day, don't really have any negative experiences that I have me- come up with and remembered. Um, well- and. Or the ship too.
1: You mentioned uh, you were part of a my lab program, correct? And you you spent time in some of these dums, these deep underground military bases, which were primarily controlled by the Greys and reptilians. So that I mean, they're that doesn't sound positive.
2: <laughs> they were not the E.T.s that I'm talking about. Okay. They were. The- lab situation. So the my lab situation started first by um, a grays taking me and it was a different gray. These grays were more of a, they were shorter. They were more um, like a darker gray and they would take me and take me on down, down in the underground bases or it would be a reptilian would take me into a dump, or it would also be military that would take me into a dump, or I would go to sleep and wake up in a dump. So there was different ways that I was taken into the dumps, and in the dumps I would I I um, interacted with because I interface. Part of my let's say childhood experiences were classes where I would see. Um, I would see language on on these screens, and then I would also see um, or excuse me here. Languages and stuff. So I became an interfacer. So I communicated with the ETs. So that was one of the things they taught me to do very young age and on. And so I think the government realized it right away, or factions of the shadow government realized that right away. And that's why they took me to interface with ETs of some of the time, was interfacing with ETs and um, including reptilians. So I had reptilian, uh, a reptoid. And a draconian that I would consider definitely a draconian. And then I saw a small little raptor-looking one. It was much smaller than um, than any of the reptilians. It was like, it could have been a child. I'm not sure. Um, and at the same time, I saw the tall, gray, beige ones in the underground bases. And um, humans, of course, in uniform.
1: Yeah. I forget what... Uh... Who is that talks about the raptor beings a lot? I can't think of his name. Richards, maybe. I don't know. Um,
2: John Rhodes. John Rhodes talks about raptors. Um,
1: but do you know who I'm talking that, about?
0: What's his name? Mark Richards?
1: I yeah, maybe Mark, think,
2: Richards. I mean, um, Mark Richards. Oh, of course. Yes, yes. <laughs> that. Yeah, he talks about the agreements that have been made, the treaties that are made with some of the uh, uh, different types of ETs, including the raptors.
1: So in these bases, um, do you have any reference point to know where you might have been underground, under what part of the world, even how deep, what military base? Do you know any of that? Mm
2: -hmm. I do, actually. I know it absolutely two and, and maybe three uh but the um, let's go with the the first one was here in las vegas nevada it, it, it would have been area air, air 51 or s4 creech air force base i'm not sure which and where i was taken I, I don't think it was the tall whites i didn't ever see the tall whites so i don't think so it must have been area 51. um and i will tell you that during an experience was I, I going up an elevator and i uh, um I could see people around me only as far as the people in front, because you can't bend your head. You can't turn your head. You're under some kind of a drug. And I would say it was probably ketamine or scopolamine. Um, And uh, then when the elevator, and there was a a soldier right there at the elevator door. And when the elevators open, they shuffled us out and um, they shuffled and we were all. The people I could see were all humans and they shuffled a uh, part of us over to where there was two tall grays, only they're beige gray and they're like tall. They're like six feet tall. And then the other side had men in lab coats and uniforms. So as they were shuffling off. I saw um, that there was my, a group and I was able to glance over there and I saw my 13 year old son. And so um that's one experience. Other times I was um, I, I was in an experience where I was definitely in what I would consider had to be a level six or below. Um, my understanding is, you know, the top levels are um, experimental, maybe back engineering, things like that. And then you've got another level that uh, gets into the um uh informational kind of things and they'll do just about anything for that information like as in you know um maybe even torture people to get it uh then the nether level is seems to be like, like the the grays are in charge um this particular level I was in I I would say it had to be in lower than that maybe 5 or 6 because I saw no grays there I only saw reptilians and um and I <clears throat> woke up and after going to bed, I woke up walking down a, a, um, a hallway. On this side, it was definitely like just like, um, you know, gray buildings with windows, not buildings, but gray offices with windows. But this side had the shiny black wall. So I knew I was underground for sure <clears throat> and rather deep too. So Um, As I was walking, uh, people were passing me uh, in lab coats and military uniforms, and they would look at me and they'd look up and down and they, you know, they looked at me, but they would never look at the reptilian that was next to me. And I knew there was a reptilian next to me. And I said to him telepathically, why are... Why, they're looking at me. Why are these people in passing looking at me and why don't they look at you? And he sent back this very strong, very, very powerful psychic message or a telepathic message that they know better. They must honor us. And along with that, he showed me visions. So ETs do a lot of communications through visions as well so they showed me a vision of other people uh like um, two guys in uniforms actually who must have looked at them because one was screaming and like he was crazy and he was being dragged off another guy was being taken off because he looked in and looked at the reptilian the other guy looked at his eyes the other guy looked at him they're not allowed to look at them so that was the one in control. I don't know how many levels down, him, but I would assume you know it. It's at least you know five, six, seven, eight. Who knows how many levels down?
1: Oh yeah, that and that corroborates with so many other testimonies out yeah, there. it does. And you know, there's other people who who get into some deeper levels than that. I mean, they talk about even like pterodactyl beings and stuff. It's it's really
2: oh, wow, crazy. really. I didn't know about that Pterodactyl.
1: Yeah. Mm. Um. I don't know. I mean, you know, yeah. I don't actually. And apparently, there's different
0: types of reptilians also,
1: um,
0: and there's different like rankings of them as well, right? Does well, it...
2: reptilians are part of the Sakar, which are the uh, bird reptilian. I mean, they started out as birds, and they and they did genetics and made draconians or reptilians and stuff. So mm. that's why they have the wings because they're Makes really a part of the cars. I mean the the the, uh, the, the car or carrian races.
1: I mean that makes a lot of sense, knowing what we know about dinosaurs. Too. Mm-hmm. I mean, basically being bird skeletons. I mean, I don't know.
0: And apparently, the dinosaurs were a were an experiment of the reptilians. Um, and then that's why. And then they got wiped out.
1: Either they got wiped um, out, or they wiped out their own experiment. Or they wiped out their own experiment. Either way, I've heard both.
2: I do have a story about that that might bring a little light anyway from one reptilian's opinion. I was in a room with a reptilian. He was standing at the door. And I telepathically said to him, because I knew he could understand me and I I could understand him. I said, why are you invading our planet? What did we do to harm you? Or no, I didn't say harm you. What did we do to you? And he sent me back a, a message and with an imagery that he said, You are the invaders, we aren't. We, we've been here long before you. Then he shows me these imagery of all these dinosaurs and all these, uh, like pterodactyls and everything's and all these uh, prehistorics are running and running and running. All these comets are coming down at them tons and tons of comets and are destroying the planet. And um, he t- he tells me that um, they're being directed. To this planet to destroy this planet so this is one of the in maybe the extinction of the dinosaurs, and he said, uh, and then he tells me how um, the smaller and more intelligent ones went underground and he said, and we evolved to who you see before you. So that was his story of it. And I got to tell you, when I heard that, I went, well, well, you know, that's true. They were here before us. And if indeed they did go underground and evolve to this and they are now working with factions of our government, you can see why our government says, Okay, well. Yeah, you have the right to be here.
0: I think Corey could talk about that. And he says that's what they claim, but it's not actually true that they were here before us and they. It's their planet and all that stuff. Mm. I've heard Corey Good talk about that multiple times. And He says mm. he says the the benevolent ETs say that's not true. That's they're basically lying about that so they can take over. So they can say they have the right to the planet.
1: Yeah, they they want go
0: okay. ahead the right to enslave us and everything else.
2: Oh, no, I just said, oh, that's interesting. I'll I, I'll take that into account for sure. Yeah.
0: I've definitely heard Corey say that. So I don't know. I haven't done enough research on that, but I've heard Corey say that. So
1: so. Let's talk about the reality of these reptilians running the planet. And that's, what, that's what's behind the government. That's what we're seeing take place right now. Um, that's something that d- doesn't get talked about enough. You know, everybody talks about the cabal and the deep state, but the reality of it is, is there are ETs behind this. Mm-hmm. There's ETs behind this, and there's ETs behind the human trafficking issue, which doesn't stop here. It, it, it goes off world. Mm -hmm. and we have we we know this you know there's this is taking place on the moon and mars and who knows where else you know there's there's who knows how many civilizations are out there breakaway civilizations and stuff and where these people are being trafficked too uh so what can you add to that i'm just curious on uh what your thoughts are and how deep the involvement goes
2: well i think that right now we're going we have a battle against good and evil and Um, I do believe that they're in control of the cabal Um, you know we have have accounts of being shapeshifters and such as that knowing the draconians the way I do they can do the most amazing psychic things to people to either control them or they can uh, you know terrify them to the point where they're going to go ahead and do what they want. I like uh, an experience I had where this draconian, more of a draconian now, and because he, he had these tough kind of things here, unlike the other ones. Um, he also had a big tail. But I think these were like uh, atrophied wings, more than likely. And uh, he telepathically put an image in my mind that my family was murdered in front of me and if he does that, if they can do that to people, you can understand how maybe some people who don't even want to be under their control end up under their control. Now there are some I think that really are doing it because, uh, as far as they're concerned, that's where their bread is buttered. That's where maybe they they know if they go along, they're gonna they're gonna survive, which is not true. That that yeah. that won't happen. Um, I believe that. Um, there are a lot in, in charge. Yes, I do believe there are a lot in charge. I, I mean, I, that's my belief. I don't have any concrete evidence about that other than knowing that when underground bases and it was uh, and it was uh, a level where there were reptilians of any kind, they were in charge of that level. So I do believe that they are in charge of everything. Yeah.
0: The, uh, the act ad- used, used to be, I would say, I think they're being taken out actively now
2: i I do believe that too i that they've taken out underground bases and such as that, and I do also believe that some of those reptilians are becoming rebels yeah. that they don't they they've
0: I've heard many have flipped actually as well yeah yeah.
1: Mm-hmm. Cool. yeah um why do I have a memory or a vision I always get of a it's a reptilian um with a trench coat and a hat. Have you ever seen any anything like that?
2: interesting mm-hmm. um no. I have- but they I have definitely seen them with long robes um uh, you know sometimes hoods over them and stuff like that, but it could be an answer to what some people say they see the uh um the shadow people or the the guy in the fedora hat um it could yeah, be that's millionss hmm.
1: but you know the irony of all this is is uh they they told you that you know um this was their planet and we're the invaders right uh, but the irony of it is that they can't live without us that we are their food supply mm-hmm. without our loosh you know especially now that we know they're cut off and they're tra- why
0: they have to enslave us because then it's like well even if that's true that doesn't justify enslaving a whole race on your planet no but they have to because we're like you said where their
1: fruits well now they're enslaved too because um from my it's, it's my understanding that they actually can't leave right now there's like a mm-hmm. security system i guess it's for lack of a better term solar warden type of program <laughs> that um they actually can't leave even and there's some of them that still think they're actually uh, what did I hear recently? They're trying to dig up an ancient stargate somewhere in like uh, Israel or something right now. Mm-hmm. Oh, they're, they're, they're thinking that this is going to be their escape and they're, they're going to be able to get off, but there's no way, like they're already onto it. So they're quarantined. They're basically, basically. quarantined onto the planet. Uh, so no, they're, didn't, they're trying didn't to get that. off.
2: I'm learning things from you today.
1: <laughs> uh, How about that? Yeah. <laughs> that's true
2: but it makes sense and you know i i'm gonna have to rethink this whole thing about whether or not they are were here before us i don't i don't know i mean i know the dinosaurs were here before us
1: yeah yeah uh, yeah obviously
2: for our family the genetic family that actually came in which we are part of that genetics if not then you know and and like you said uh the um Anunnaki or whoever made the the dinosaurs and all of that—they they they made that. Then in that case, our genetic line is belong is was here before them.
1: Well, I mean, there's been civil, I I, I guess, ancient civilizations for 400 million years on this planet, and you you know, so who's to say whose planet it really is at that point? What actually happened all the way back then? And, you know, that might be true for modern man, you know, like you said, but mm-hmm. what happened before then?
2: Right, right. And we are part of that genetics of that. So therefore, we have, a, I guess, a, a stake in it. I don't know what we'd call it, but our lineage anyway. Yeah.
1: So what does disclosure look like to you as far as when you think? Or do you think we're going to start seeing some of this technology and actually ETs uh, come forward? Are we going to have contact soon? And soon, I mean, within the next five years, or?
2: Well, I think it all depends on us. If we can clear up the mess that this world is in, and I should say, United States is in right now with, uh, and I'm just going to give my opinion. My opinion is it's a battle between good and evil, and I believe that the ones who've been controlling, um, and they just happen to be the Democrats, but that have been controlling everything. And I see mind control. Living through mind control, I absolutely see the pandemic, or I call it the pandemic as a mind control tool. They're even saying and using mind control words, isolation. Isolation is one of the number one things they do in mind control for programming. So they've been programming us. And now, um, they had to get trump out in order to Mm -hmm. uh finish their program and get us back in and then the socialism comes in and then there's more control and more isolation and now you can bring in the psychotronic warfare to the people and start programming that way because i'm i'm very in tune with what's going on with the psychotronic warfare and how uh people are having 24 hours a day being tortured, psychotronic microwave weapons and things like that. In fact, I, I have a group, if anybody is interested, uh, tomorrow at um, at 3 to 6 on Pacific specific Standard Time um, for people who are targeted. Oh, excuse me. That's not tomorrow. That's next Wednesday. I apologize. Next Wednesday. So, um, yeah, I, I kind of lost myself there, given We're- my group
1: <laughs> it, it's okay you were just talk, you, you were talking about the mind control pro, the program spot on yeah by the way spot on and that's true and at this point if you listen to them they're well they've always been doing it but now it's even more obvious they're telling you exactly what they're going to do they mm-hmm. use the term new new world order they ter- they talk about i mean everything they're just telling you to exactly if you listen to mm-hmm. uh, obama's l- last speech the other day i mean it's like okay People don't people don't actually understand what they're referring to. Mm. And, you know, with this election, who knows what's gonna happen? I, I think that um I think that Trump is I know that Trump is gonna stay in office. Yeah.
0: You? Do you notice know what they're doing now though? They're trying to rush uh rush them to confirm Biden because they know they can't wait, otherwise the fraud's getting exposed and they're so they're trying to like push push uh everything like rush it right now to like just just rush it in like just get him confirmed and get trump out
2: oh yeah it's not gonna work. gonna work right now yeah it's not gonna work and 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 so the reason i brought that up is because if we do unearth this horrific kind of uh just the the violation of our constitutional rights with with our elections and that they've been fraudulent for so many years and such. If if we can, if they the Trump team and everybody else can bring this out into open, which will indeed cause arrests, including Biden, his. uh, Cabal group and all of that and all these arrests happen. Our Galactics will come sooner than we think. In my opinion, I think they're waiting for us to do our job. And our job is to we made this mess, we have to clean it up. They're not gonna come in and rescue us. They
0: can't do everything for us, exactly. You nailed it.
1: And no. and the reason is is because on some level, even though we weren't knowing of it, we allowed for this to happen. We gave permission for yeah. this to happen. So yep. it, it is our mess to clean up, and that's why you know we're not gonna have the ETs come in and save us. We have to figure this out on our own. And this is also us stepping into our power and tapping into our true potential and all that stuff. It's a growing experience. We're all evolving. We're all ascending. And this is what it looks like. Unfortunately at the end of any civilization, it's chaotic and there's wars. I mean, if you go back in history, there's wars, always ramp up at the end of the civilization. And unfortunately in the past, you know, there's always the technological side of it and the spiritual side of it. And uh, the technological side basically surpassed because people weren't evolved spiritually enough to, mm-hmm. I guess, move on and ascend. So it would collapse. And that kept happening. That kept happening. Well, now it's different. Now there's a spiritual awakening happening on the planet. Mm-hmm. And that is going to surpass the technological advancement and what we're seeing because, I mean, I mean, they're at the end of the road anyway. So uh, now there's hope. Now there's hope. And there is a, there is a timeline that, to look forward to.
2: Mm. i think it's so important like you're you're right on in fact i got chills when you were talking about it because of confirmation it's a balance that we have to have uh, of the um because yes if we can bring out all these things but we don't have the spirituality to go along with it and maybe this has happened in other parts in other times in our in our, our earth's creation and such but if the consciousness raising, the people finding their, their selves. Uh, I mean, I got to say one good thing about the pandemic was that people have come to groups such as mine in droids. It's just amazing how many people have come and they're looking for answers and they're waking up and they go, I know this is happening. I know it's important for me to do this. And, and I truly, I have this is the truth will set you free. And our, planet has to be set set free by the truth and our consciousness has to be up there so that we have a nice balance otherwise the ets won't come and and they come in through all of the people like wonderful people in your age group and uh, that are uh, coming into the planet now. Um, I think I truly feel that they have a purpose to come in here. You you have a purpose. And it's like the different waves that Dolores Cannon says. There's another wave, in my opinion, which is the younger ones. And those ones will be in place at some place in their future, in places of great importance and, and power so or they maybe already are it might be you know the last 20 years so 30 years who knows but um it's it's a wonderful thing and it's happening actually in in a lot of ways even though it's got the horrific things and in my group people are just in so much fear but you know it's my job duty to kind of help them try to work through that and uh people shouldn't be afraid People should be, get stronger and stand in their power and realize that we all have a part of this.
1: (laughs) Yeah. And as, um, as dark as this all seems right now, this is, in my opinion, the catalyst that the planet needed. This is the catalyst that we all needed to really even see what's going on. All the, you know, everything's coming to the surface. Now, if that didn't happen, you know, so many people are like, well, you know, if the Patriots were in control, why didn't they stop this pandemic? Why didn't they stop this virus? Maybe they know more than we think. And they had to let it happen. And they saw it play out already. Mm-hmm. And uh, because now it's becoming very apparent. Why? It, why? what it's, what it's caused? What it's forcing to the surface is uh it's horrible, but beautiful at the same time.
0: People have, like you said, you know, people have to be shown. You can't just tell them they could have cleaned all this up if they wanted to. In my opinion, they could have done it all behind the scenes and then come out and say, hey, there is this massive cult that was running things and doing all these crazy things. But we already took care of, you know, most people are going to be like, what? That's crazy. You know, they're not going to believe it. Even if they do show proof and stuff, it's much more powerful to for people to be shown like what people are witnessing now. They're seeing the corruption. They're seeing everything being exposed. People more and more people are waking up. It's, it's actually waking up people. Mm-hmm. And. And it's causing people to have spiritual awakenings also. And it's basically, basically what's happening right now is uh, the whole planet is having a dark night of the soul.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: <laughs> so, uh, and that, that's not a bad thing. That's a good thing because what that is, is the uh, the shadow of the planet and all these lies and all these um, things that have been hidden, suppressed for so long are coming to the surface on the outer and, and within everyone also and that needs to happen so it can come up to be cleared the energies right now are bringing up everything to be seen acknowledged and cleared so.
2: absolutely uh, uh i i agree with that the clearing is an extremely important part of it extremely important What's well,
1: up? oh i'm just we just we have new mics and i'm telling them don't forget because we need to talk into it and he's in front of it we have to
2: oh okay
1: that have yeah, nothing to do with you sorry still getting used to this <laughs> uh
2: Yeah, so uh, that is so extremely important that uh, the clearing, because that's why people are coming uh, to to myself and many many other workers, healers, uh, therapists for clearing. They're coming to heal these things and clear them away. We cannot take them into the next dimension. There's no place for this fear and 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 hate and uh, and in judgments and you know part of our healing has to be we have to forgive ourselves and others um, and heal
0: yes really exactly
1: thing. exactly yeah. yeah and what's interesting you said about you think there's another wave of these children coming forward and i agree uh the star seeds the indigo children whatever you want to call them if you spend, hybrids. if hybrids yeah if you spend any time around these children i mean it, they're sent here to teach us at this mm-hmm. point I, it's almost like they're not here to learn anything mm-hmm. if you i mean some of these are like i call them mini ascended masters uh because it's just unbelievable that a lot of them are coming with memories of their past lives and and just so many things and this wisdom that can't even be taught in their their at a young age that their, their memory is just incredible And it's like they're already being born with these talents. It's really interesting to see.
2: It is. It is amazing. Uh, I happen to be lucky to have a couple of them in my family, two of the hybrids. And I mean, there's no doubt about it. They're just unique uh, individuals with these very wise souls. Um, They have a, a reasoning power. They can reason things that... Children really shouldn't even be know about it, and mm-hmm. but they can reason them out and figure them out. Um, and, and these are usually things that um, have a emotional um, energy to them, and the the kids are really amazing. So, and then we got your generation. Now it's interesting. I have to ask you. <clears throat> uh, I don't know how old you fellows are, but I know there's the millennial group.
0: We're millennials, <clears throat> yeah.
2: Okay, I thought you would be, uh, but millennials have been really targeted bad, at, at, and I'm going to sound like a broken record here with the, the video games and the, this desensitization uh, with the video games and all of the computers and everything like that. And then in college, they're programming I mean, in the socialism and all these things, and I see a really big, how would I put it, uh, a divide. Between you've got millennials that are consciousness; they have a they their consciousness is raised, and then you've got millennials that are just totally confused and completely believe in the whole mind control. They've been mind controlled in college, actually. I think,
1: mm-hmm.
2: and through the games.
0: Yeah, exactly.
1: There is a divide, and it's it's funny because we do fall into the category of millennials, but I don't feel like I don't feel like a millennial, like. Right. Mm-hmm we're, exactly.
0: on our, we're yeah. older millennials I, I don't guess. I don't
1: feel like the the stereotype that right. everybody views um obviously we're all it's it comes down to the individual and it's not really fair to blanket everybody under that term but right I do see the divide that you're talking about and it's very it's very apparent
2: yeah mm.
1: um, I think we all have certain missions you know I when as soon as I was done with high school I I knew school was bullshit the whole time <laughs> and I was done as soon as I got out of high school. There was no way I was giving my time back. I couldn't do my homework. I told my teachers, I was like, I just gave you my entire day and you want me to go home and give you my entire, I'm not doing it. I would, I just like, <laughs> I, 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 Nice. It was just, I just didn't, uh, I just never fit in as far as that went. So I'm glad.
2: I have a star seed list that you just mentioned about three of the things on it. <laughs> That's very interesting. Yeah, the characteristics of starseed.
1: <laughs> That's in, well, um, so there's an actual list? that I'd be curious to see that.
2: I've, yeah, I've made lots of lists uh, because of all my groups. I've been doing these groups for, since 1990, but now online seven years. And so I have a group for everything, everything, including just for starseeds, just for starseed um, hybrids, and and then, of course, ET experiencers and my lab experiencers and secret space. So I have I have many, many um, lists, so I'll send it to you.
1: So I'm actually looking at. Yeah, thank you. Please do that. I'm actually looking at one of the questions that was asked during the first time. And it is a good question. Somebody want to know, how do you differentiate between negative and positive hybrid programs?
2: Oh, that's a tough one.
1: Because I know there there is the a mm-hmm. negative program.
2: Mm-hmm. Well, I, I, again, to me it goes back to if I see humanoid that really to me looks like a human, as in a human type, uh, earthling human. Um, I, I in in my experience, then I feel that is definitely not one of the positive experiences of hybrid. Um, I also go by, for my experience, I've been shown like 17 kids of different races on different colors of races, different um, animal kind of heads and, and, and human bodies, right? Um, and I went by the feeling that I got from them. If I got this and hybrid children have the most unconditionally loving energy from them. And that's what I go by. Now, I know a lot of other even my own experiences that I've. During the missing time, it's come up now for me because I did another regression. Uh, It's come up for me that I had a baby during that time. had a memory of it, flash, flash on it. So then I decided to get a, a, a regression on it and found out that I did. So that baby never went with me. So it went into, so it would be part of the negative hybrid program. I don't know if there were ETs involved in it at all. I have no idea. But um, I, I just think that if there's humanoid experience, experimentation in the hybrid program, then it's a very negative one. And you also have to just go on your on your gut, on what you feel. Mm-hmm. And I feel that the experiences that I had in my hybrid programs, even with the reptilian experience that I had, that, he, that when I was shown a hybrid reptilian child, and I asked, who's the father? And they said, well, you call him Ayano, who is my protector, who was sent to me by my council to protect me and the all and the all meaning many many different many many different races and such so um well, i hope that answers that question cuz i don't know 100% about all of my experiences but to me that's what i feel
1: yeah and i know a lot of people think that the hybrid program is an infringement of our free will so that that's just interesting to me because I'm positive. I mean some of the experiences I've had, there's no doubt in my mind that I have hybrid children um and i and I know some of them have um, some of some of them have happened on a negative account. It's been a negative experience, and uh, one in particular, I think is a very benevolent experience so um it's just interesting to me. I've always wondered like like who gives them permission to come in and do whatever they're doing to. Uh, we I agree. don't even know where I'm going with that, but you know what I'm saying.
2: We agreed. We agreed to be in any kind of hybrid program. That I believe that we agreed to be in any kind of hybrid program. You that you were in, like my <clears throat> my memories of uh the raptor. I told you, little raptor. I think it was a child, and I think it was a. I would think it was a hybrid situation there, um, but we. I agreed to it. Uh, Before I came on this planet. Now we don't get the whole particulars of it, but I think what they what what we're told is or or shown is okay. So you're going to be doing this and this, and we think, oh well, I am a light being. I'm I'm powerful. I can handle it. But then it gets, you know, sometimes it gets really scary and stuff. But even maybe the negative one, we still agreed. I still agreed to work with the negative groups um, before, and that's why my Galactics helped me cancel those contracts.
1: Yeah, that's really interesting. The whole concept of the contracts is also interesting because uh, sometimes they don't seem like they're that that good of a deal.
2: <laughs> no. Yeah. No. No, it doesn't. Well, it's like, you know, when I was standing in front of the council and I had gotten to a point where this was right after, um, you know, I'd had three automobile accidents. I'd been run off the road uh, by a white unmarked van. Uh, I'd been hit and uh, definitely on purpose and made my car spin around. I'd been um, uh, had a bright light shined on my car while I was driving with Melinda, my uh, my partner that I was writing the books with and also speaking at engagements with um and it came out of nowhere and it was a bright light and it was either crash over the the mountain or crash into the to the mountain um and then I also had had the um the 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 situation with the alien telling me that my family was showing my family killed and chopped up in front of me so um I had I was going somewhere with this now I can't remember. What was your question was uh the, oh the, the oh the agreement. So I had got to a point where I was done I done done just take me off this planet. And that's when I had this next encounter where I was in front of a half moon um uh panel of all types of different ETs, different. Everything from uh, an energy being to a just a light beings and human beings, reptilian, and even a tall, tall kind of gray. Um and then some one that looked like was just like electric energy. I don't know exactly what it was. Uh and I I said, I'm done, I'm done, I I, I can't do this anymore. I want to go home. And they said, beloved, do you not remember you asked for this mission and you must complete the mission. I said, but it's so hard. I can't do it. It's it's so much harder than I thought it would be. And they said they, and then they spoke amongst themselves, and then they came back and said, "Well, we'll help you cancel your contracts. You could what we what they said is telepathic. What we can do is help you cancel all all your contracts." So I did. I canceled all my contracts. Um, that doesn't mean that I didn't have few more experiences, but the majority of them were gone. I, I still had a ET um, experiences where, but I couldn't have physical contacts anymore i would have astral dreams or astral experience that also means i still had astral um my lab experiences too but nothing physical so i i don't think they can take it out of the astral because i don't know how that works but yeah so my all my physical things were gone but not not my astral
1: Mm, that's interesting yeah so and I've heard. I know there's people who claim that they can help you cancel your contracts. Also, mm-hmm. um, I've actually we've actually had Ed Spina. We've had him on our show before. Uh, it's it's fascinating to me. It's a fascinating concept.
2: That's good. Yeah, that's good. I think uh, everybody, if they're at a point, they should cancel their contracts or at least cancel the ones they don't want. Be be specific though. Be very specific. I I, I feel slighted because i did cancel my physical contracts now i don't have my ETs physically however i did still have one materialize in my room uh, a hybrid child um Mm -hmm. after that so you know it's 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 really hard i don't exactly know how it works because it's so different there
1: (laughs) i just now it just it just hit me so i used to have experiences like all the time it was so insane i didn't even know like i was going through my awakening i thought i was like the only one it -hmm. was crazy i I lost count sometimes i forget about him and i remember oh yeah i totally forgot i was doing this this night and then whenever i did that I, i with ed spina i called him back and did another session and i think he did cancel some contracts and i always wondered why my experiences stopped That's probably why and i never thought about it I never thought about. It. I mean, now they're kind of like astrally. Sometimes stuff happens, but it's not like they they used to be.
2: Mm-hmm. I mean, it was
1: it was like crazy, like
2: going on board a ship. Yeah, remembering those things. Yeah, right. I haven't had any on board ships anymore, and I miss that. Um, they now people who cancel your contracts also say that you can uh, take whatever parts you want and redo it. But I, I. I don't know how you do that to tell you the truth.
1: Yeah, it's really fascinating. It's given me a lot to think about now. Hmm. Yeah, I remember something that used to happen to me a lot, uh, which wasn't a positive thing, but whatever they would do to me, they would, some type of tool, something they would, it's almost like being tased, I would always get tased right here, and uh, I would wait at the end of the experience, they would take, they would do something to me. It would lock me up. Like it would literally lock me up like that. And I would wake up in my bed stuck like that. And I had to like pull myself apart. It would, Whatever it did it was like, I don't know what it was, but it happened on a number of occasions at the end of whatever they were doing to me. Uh-huh. Um, and it was just something that I don't know if you, have you heard anything like that?
2: Well, of course, paralysis always happens when people are waking up, but you had paralysis and you had some kind of a strange thing. So, no, I haven't.
1: No, they would actually like stick something here and it would make me just like it would pull my head down, my neck down with it. And I was just stuck there and I would wake up stuck like that. It wasn't, it wasn't this, I've suffered sleep paralysis for years. It was totally separate from that. Yeah.
2: Separate. Yeah don't know i'm not sure but i bet you if you came to group somebody up there would probably if you brought it out they go gee i remember that because that's what the whole group is about is to help people you know remember things like where you're finding you're getting little pings Mm -hmm. in your memory today
1: sure oh yeah Mm -hmm. yeah there's so much i i definitely need to talk with you after this because i'm i'm yeah maybe that will help me unlock some stuff i don't know
2: all right sounds good
1: um, so are are you, so you're basically your, your experiences have stopped your physical experiences. Are you still, uh, uh,
2: since 2000, nothing, nothing physical. In fact, I will tell you that <clears throat> I asked during the meditation because I couldn't, didn't have any. And I said to them, You said that uh, you had given me a protector. So I don't even know if I have a protector anymore. And, you know, the very next night I was sitting here in my room and I have a wood floor and I heard clunk, clunk, clunk. I'm completely all alone in the house. Right. Clunk, 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 stopped at the door. And I. Oh, I was really scared at first, but then a peace came over me. And then it happened again. And that time I swung the door open and there was nothing there. And they told me, in fact, not they, actually it was Ayano. And he said, I'm here. I'm here. I'm right outside your door. You don't have to be worried anymore. Because I was feeling like I had been left and not protected anymore. So um, they'll show themselves some way or other. Even, and sometimes they might just show you a, a ship uh, in the sky and, and let you know, or mm-hmm. they'll give you a, a dream or something that they're still with you. So I'm sure yours are still with you if you want them. Oh, I do
1: the positive. I mean, I, I, I've been seeing more ships lately than I ever have. Actually, it's, it's, uh, it's kind of crazy, but it's, uh, that might be their way of letting them know, letting me know. Never thought about it. Yeah.
2: Yeah, they do. They have different ways to let you know, and that's one of them.
1: Interesting, very interesting.
2: I mean, I the ship seeing ships wasn't any really big deal for me because I've I do Airbnb, uh I take people out with night vision goggles and sea ships. So, you know, that wasn't going to make me get excited. But I'll tell you that excited me a lot when I I heard him walk up to the door and then stop. So, so whatever it takes for you, they'll they'll show you.
1: So uh, one more question, and then we can start wrapping it up. What What do you know about secret space programs, and do you have any memories of being a part of a secret space program?
2: I do. Um, I thought it for a long time because, um, just for an example, a lot of us, and and with my experience, I felt like I was in a mall or a big, huge uh, warehouse. Um, so, these malls and warehouses are um, kind of screen memories of being on board these ships. I also um, had a memory of 11 years old being in this clangy kind of, it wasn't ETs around me. I was by myself. And, well, I wasn't by myself. I was with a lot of other kids. But, um, and this would have probably been between, um, Yeah, that would have been 11 years old. So I was put into service at nine. So it was one of the times, I don't know how they do it. It might've been a 20 and back. I can't tell you 100%. Could have even been a parallel life, but this is the memory I have that I was 11 years old. I woke up and I was in um, on this kind of a rack, a sleeping plate rack, but it had netting and not a netting I've ever seen, but something very, Odd looking and feeling. And then we were taken and uh, shown these pictures of these aliens. And then we had some training. We had different kinds of training. And it was in between all that stuff, there was torture and there was more uh, isolations and things like that. So they continue on with the mind control, even if they have you up in space. And then I also remember being in a situation where we were kids put in uniforms and And we were shown these things that we should be careful of and these creatures and stuff. And we were kind of just taken out and we were walking around. And there was, um, I think, uh, probably super soldiers or other soldiers up on the mountains above us. And we drew out these insectoids. And when they saw us, insectoids started coming towards us. Now, I remember this happened more than once because one time I got a bite right out of my gut and I had to be put in a tank to be regenerated, to, to be healed. Mm-hmm. Um, other times, I think we were just kind of used as, as as bait to get them out so that the soldiers could kill them. Um, so that was mainly all I had, memory of that experience, other than some um, sexual horrific things that I don't really want to go into. Um, and then I had another memory where I was... Uh, oddly enough, uh, similar to what I'm doing now, I work with people and help people and groups and stuff like that. I was like, well, I'll tell you how I knew about it. I had two regressions. Excuse me. I had I was doing two regressions from two different people, and they both said to me, "Oh, you were there. You were." And one said, "You were the you were the 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 Nazi lady that was controlling all us kids." Another one said. In a different term, she said, "Oh, you were the one that helped us um uh learn more about how to be super soldiers so she had a different look completely than he did but i i was i i had um i was part of an organization of of more than me, but I would um teach these kids how to survive and I would bring in people to teach them how to survive and as they grew and got older and older and older and I was they had they had to leave at like 17 or 18 years old and out go out to be super soldiers Um, the powers that be whoever they were I think in in some way I think they were Nazis but I can't tell you where I was if it was Moon or Mars but that they were very happy with the way I ran my school because the kids grew up went out became super soldiers and came back and didn't didn't all die out there so i felt that it was really important to show a a teamwork learn how to become a team learn how to care for each other and work with each other and stuff whereas the other instructors were teaching them to be super soldiers and just go after and have no no camaraderie and i was teaching it differently so that was that was my memory of my two stints in and i guess they were 20 and backs i don't know 10 and backs five and backs whatever i don't know
1: yeah it definitely sounds like that it definitely sounds like that and it's interesting to me that um you're talking about the the nazis right that could have been on that could have been on the moon or mars for all we know
2: yeah yeah um well, yeah, and but I I think maybe, well, the first one I think really was probably Mars. But the second one, I don't know. I have no idea about the second one.
1: Yeah, I've heard so many theories about the 20 and back. Sometimes, um, you know, clones are used like that could have been a clone and it could have been a memory from one of your clones. Mm -hmm. and they have the ability to regenerate any limb or tissue or anything they can they can heal anything they want cure anything they want but what the what they can't do is is cure your mind they can't heal your mind that's where you have to work on that
2: Mm -hmm. And,
1: and uh i've been
2: told i have clones and shown i have clones where i mean i absolutely know twice that i had clones in fact um um oh my goodness what's his name Randy Kramer, Captain Randy Kramer, mm-hmm. uh, verified it for me with his his uh, whoever that is above him uh, that I do indeed have clones.
1: Yeah, I believe that. I de- it makes sense. As soon as you started telling your story, that's what I was thinking, was mm-hmm. clone. And are you familiar with Tony Rodriguez at all? Yeah. Yeah, he's just another secret space program whistleblower. For those of you who don't know, he's uh, he has an amazing testimony. He has incredible memory recall of everything down to the finest details it's one of my favorite to listen to mm-hmm. um but he just had something validated so he was in 2015 he was basically interrogated not interrogated but he was interviewed by some very skeptical people uh they wanted to know about his experience and uh in particular they wanted they were looking for something that they could prove and he was telling them about this geyser on series where he was stationed mm-hmm. and Uh, this geyser that was uh, that was um, basically came from salt water that was under the surface and every so often it would explode and it would rain down and create this like white cap. Well, um, NASA apparently had record of this, but they didn't know it was salt. So they had they had looked into it and did some research and whatever they did, they were able to confirm that it was actually salt. And that he was, and he was right about the geyser where it was and everything just mm-hmm. this year. They released the article in July, June or July, they finally re- released the article about a salt geyser on series. And nice. it totally validated everything that he said.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: A- and he said it was such a small thing, but it, it meant so much to him.
2: Yeah. yeah. Oh yeah. Because that means the rest of what he believes has some validity of some kind, for sure. I mean, we're all very confused when it talks about the secret space karma. I don't know. I I never talked about it ever before until I got like a couple of regre- a couple three regressions, and then after the the people you know said to me you were there, I said, oh crap, I don't believe it. So I guess I'll check.
1: You but f- who knows? Are you familiar with Barbara Lamb?
2: Barbara Lamb done did some of my regressions. Yes.
1: Yeah, I've been regressed by her as well.
2: Mm-hmm. Yeah.
1: That, that's yes. how I found out about one of my hybrid children.
2: Yeah. yeah. Oh yeah, she loves to uh, those those uh, uh, hybrid things. So mm-hmm. that's how I found out. Oh yes, that's how I found out about my hybrid reptilian hybrid was from her. I'd had I'd had other memories, but that was when I found out about the reptilian, because she's such a safe place you know and
1: wonderful she's amazing yeah. we've had uh, her on the show actually yeah we've had her on early yeah, on we early should re- on yeah we should reach out again but yeah no i found out about my reptilian hybrid actually i had an experience where i was protecting this little reptilian boy definitely a hybrid human reptilian he had yellow eyes with the slits but he looked more human <laughs> he had like a gray little jumpsuit on and he was like balled up he had his knees up and his you know he was balled up at uh he was scared to death of something and I was protecting him from something that I couldn't see but he could see mm-hmm. so it was really interesting it was a really interesting experience I don't re- it was like the more I talked about it the more I came back but we went back into that experience in my regression and we mm-hmm. were able to uh, figure out it was most likely a hybrid child
2: Oh yeah. Wonderful. That's great. Mm-hmm. That's great.
1: Yeah. All right. Well, I guess we'll we'll wrap this up. We could keep going all night. Um, thank you for coming on. It's been amazing. Uh do you want to plug anything? Plug your book, your decks?
2: Actually I'd love to plug something. Um I about three weeks ago I uh um came back from my I went I was let me start over. Um, I got contacted by um, uh, Prometheus Studios. And so anyway me to come and do an interview so I, I went to California to do the interview and it was going to be for book of secrets and it was very odd that they when they contact me what they wanted I've had lots of people want to you know do interviews on me for ET stuff but they wanted the MK Ultra because they had looked me up on Google and found me and stuff so I did a, a an interview on MK Ultra which is going to be I think they said uh, about spring that it'll come out on the book of secrets so that That'll be cool. I'm um, of course I love I love to tell people about my groups. So please go to starseedawakening.org, my website. Uh, and from there you can go on any of the Facebooks. I'm still with Facebook because I have no choice. But I have many groups. Uh, um, I have Star Seed Awakening group that you can go to, Starseed Awakening ET Experiencer group, and then MKL or my lab, Secret Space Program group. So if they go to any of those groups, in those groups, I will have my schedule and they'll see the events there so they can find those groups there. I really encourage people to come to support groups. If it's not mine, go to other ones because it helps it helps so much. You can't imagine how much it helps. Uh, like, for instance, today's group, i had a, the group I did. Um, and after everybody shared, then at the end, I have them answer questions from my characteristic lists and stuff. And people always pick these questions. Well, actually, they go, okay, what what number from one through 32? Let your higher self guide you to it. And 99% of the time the people are guided to it, a specific uh, question that's going to bring out some memory that they never even thought really was important at all. And, and, you know, it changes people's lives. So these groups really do change people's lives. Um, Also uh, just another plug, uh, just to go to um, uh, my KCOR radio. I think we already did that one and to that uh, show on every Saturday from 12 to two. And I think that's, it uh they can come and you know go on my website i have uh, a book about my mk ultra i'll complete i have a book about just the my lab experiences so i have two um that i'm going to be i'm working on a third one but i have two uh um uh, biographies about my life and then i have um i don't have a book here. Yep, I don't have the book here, but I have a book that's all about galactic genealogy to help you find out what your galactic uh, planet of origin is. It is really important. In fact, the galactics have told me that quite some time ago. that It's important that people find their connection to their galactic families. Now, it doesn't just mean that you are one galactic. Origin. You are many, 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 many different galactic origins. And, and my book, you know, gives people characteristics as well. And so they can find out from their family and with the with the chart and back, which is a, a chart that looks like this. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah. And then I have another deck of cards, which is called the Unimaginable. And that card deck is all about uh, the MK Alter, the Secret Space Program, Super Soldier and all the other aspects of it so that people can use these Oracle decks to maybe they have a dream and they can pull the cards out and find out what their experience was. I hope you're using it that way.
1: Yeah, well, we just we just use it today. Actually, it's been a while since I pulled it out, but. Uh, I think I'm going to start incorporating it more now. And I'm, I am I want to get the newest, the newer deck you have also.
2: Yeah, that's unmanageable. And and all of those things are, are uh, there as well as my, uh, if they want to do hypnosis or have a galactic planet of origin and mission reading, they're all available there on my website, star, starseedawakening.org.
1: Yeah, you're going to have to send me some links because that's quite a handful of stuff to remember if somebody's <laughs> listening to this. So we'll <gasps> put links in the description okay um yeah. okay
2: sounds like okay. thank you guys it was really wonderful talking with you today
1: yeah absolutely Same to you. great thank yeah thank you so much for coming on i did want to say something else but i totally forgot what it was i guess it doesn't matter so
2: <laughs> uh, uh when it's going to be aired i don't know
1: oh well we'll air this tomorrow Tomorrow, night. yeah night. so um at what time um 8 p.m See, or C I'm, I'm, so to, I'm so used to typing it out, APM CST, uh, central. So it'd be six, yeah, okay. your time.
2: Okay, okay. I had some people wanted to know, so I just wanted to have it there.
1: Yeah, I'll send you a link whenever it's up. We're going to start editing and uh, we'll have it uploaded and it'll premiere tomorrow. I'll send it to you and you send me any information you have also. So,
2: okay, so you can delete all that in stuff that jabber, jabber, jabber stuff, you know, about the uh, um, uh, wanting to know when it is and everything if you want. Oh, Ed- no. Down. <laughs> <laughs> All right, guys. Well, um uh, so I have uh, you already stopped I or can I ask something? Here yeah, we're not uh Okay. Uh, I'd like to ask um um okay, Tyler and Aaron. I'm sorry. Aaron. Aaron, oh yes, Aaron. Uh one of my brothers' names. Yeah, I should remember that nice. Okay. So Aaron, are you an experiencer?
0: No. Not that I know of at least. You're- seed though what's that star seed yeah definitely star
2: yeah. Seed. star seed i have a star seed group for you i have a group for new begin, new awakening star seeds as well you know so it can um that that's kind of a neat group too and so yep. i'm gonna send okay. you guys um what's the best way to send you the information about the groups i'll invite you to come to the group and everything what what's the best way to do it on um the email
1: yeah that'll work okay yeah
2: you're not on facebook
0: i'm on facebook he is
1: not but um, we have a journey to truth facebook page too we so have a,
0: yeah we have a yeah. journey,
2: to- journey to the truth well that's where i'll send it if that's all right i'll send it there as a message on journey can i do that can i send it as a miss
1: yeah
0: yeah okay. tyler keeps getting deleted off facebook and he finally
2: what did you do to get deleted i've been playing it really careful i still put all the stuff out but i put it out like just in case you want to check this out i don't like so this is the truth i don't know i don't know how i've been able to stay away from getting kicked out
0: first we both got deleted and luckily i already had a backup account that i just had never used so i just switched over to that Mm -hmm. tyler made a new account but then he made another group that was like a queue related kind of group. Oh, so ooh. that's probably why and then he made another one when he came back again and got deleted again oh. and now he can't it won't even let him create another account now.
1: Yeah, I'm I am i i ran out of e- I've used four email addresses and I can't even make up a name or email address anymore. They must have me pinned, you know. They must have I me think p- if he uses a VPN he might be able to get around it, but he
2: hasn't tried. Oh, that's a shame. I'm sorry to hear that. I I, I joined Parlor, but I haven't figured out how to use it.
0: Yeah. But a Twitter, yeah. Mm-hmm.
2: It seems like oh is that is that for Twitter?
0: It's what? just it's, it's it's like Twitter. It's like an alternative.
2: Oh I'm I isn't there one that's um like Facebook?
0: Mewe or MeWe, however you say it, is like Facebook. Gab is kind May-way. of like Facebook,
2: right?
1: It I seems think. like Gab is the more popular one. And then um I don't know what else there is.
2: I'll have to check those out yeah because I don't care much for parlor I mean it's like, it's all right it's like a news station <laughs> <I'm> going, okay
0: <laughs> fortunate info that came out about who owns parlor
2: oh no who owns parlor uh
0: somebody connected to George Soros right no that's like newsmax uh oh, right, what was
1: parlor there was
2: oh, you're no. kidding me newsmax that's is what? somebody owns has connection to George Soros and Newsmax?
1: Oh, that's... yeah George Soros and are well, I don't know. The adult- Actually, I think that might have been part.
0: I heard something with Parler.
1: the George Soros thing was a Photoshop. That oh, was really? that was not
0: real. What was the Parlor stuff? That, came that was
1: they've been donating in the Clinton Foundation for a while. Yeah,
0: that's what it was. So that's What is-
2: Parlor has something to do with connection with the Clinton?
1: No, I whoever uh, the guy that created
0: Parlor, yeah, like yeah, has some kind of connection to the Clintons or he donates to them. No,
1: <laughs> no, right. it's Newsmax. The guy who... the new- Okay,
0: well, you said George Soros was Newsmax, so it- that,
1: no, that was it? No, that was a Photoshop. The, the George Soros okay. link was a Photoshop. So what's the parlor? I, I don't know if there is one. I've been seeing it all over the place oh, okay. since the last like, I don't week know. or so.
2: Gee, I hope... I don't mean to be rude, but I really hope you're wrong about Newsmax because of any of the places I've been... They're the only one that have been free with the news. Maybe a little on Fox, but, you know... Newsmax max is yeah you know, so i hope yeah. hopefully that's just wrong information that they're putting out to make, well. it could be information to make people stop watching news max because they don't want them to hear the real news but i don't know
0: oh yeah it could be OAN and though i haven't heard anything I can, about them and they're good too and you
1: could so. be you could be right about Parler. i can see people in the chat right now going crazy like no you're getting it all wrong
0: i swear i've seen so many people being
1: like parlors
0: compromise or parlors that it. like it's possible i can't remember the details but there i've seen it all over the place well i hope no there may not be anything to that it might be well
2: different. i'll keep i'll keep watch on it and stuff and stuff all right well thank you We'll go
1: ahead and wrap this up. Thanks for tuning in, guys. We will uh see you next week. Um thank you guys for all the donations and everything that's been coming in. It's uh we can't do this without you and then uh, we can't say that we can't say thank you enough. Um, it means everything, obviously. <laughs> it's what keeps us going right now. So um good night and uh good night, Misha. Thanks again for coming on.
2: Good night.